everybody. Welcome to Life Awakening. Let's talk about it. As always, I'm your host, Coach Kelly Tammy, out here in beautiful San Diego, California. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this podcast today. Like, this is so amazing. And like, I love all my podcasts anyway, but like, I put my foot in this one. I'm just going to tell you right now, I was listening to a Gary V IGTV little recording that he did and he was talking about everybody wants to be the butterfly but nobody wants to be the caterpillar i took that one step further it's like you can't be the butterfly unless you're willing to go into the cocoon going into the cocoon is where going into the cocoon is where you do the work like you can't be a butterfly unless you do the work you got to go in the cocoon and so i took that whole scenario and i flipped it about becoming the butterfly is how you achieve your goals like, it's so, so freaking awesome. I just went all the way off, and I'm going to go ahead and give the kid warning now. If you have children in the car, please hit pause <laughs> before the sponsors get done. Because there's no intro of welcome back to the show when the sponsors get done. I just dive straight in, and I go both feet. It is... I, so his IGTV was so intense that it lit a fire up underneath my ass and what, I went to my voice notes and was going to leave a voice note about what I wanted to record on Sunday. This was on Thursday. So Gary V, if you ever listen to my podcast, I'm going to tell you thank you now because you made this podcast the bomb.com. But <laughs> I, I recorded the voice note and the voice note turned into a 45 minute podcast and I was like, oh. Well, I guess I don't have to report, record my podcast on Sunday. I'll just have to edit it. That'll be great. So, but yeah, like today is awesome. It's, it, I, I really dive into, you know, the lifespan of a butterfly. I think, I don't think really anybody has really done any research about how long a butterfly lives. Like from the time the egg is laid and it becomes a larva to a caterpillar and goes into the cocoon, that's five to 10 days. So from the time the egg is laid to the time it goes into the cocoon, that's five to 10 days. Do the math on that, man. That's phenomenal. Like that's crazy to me that evolution, a basically a baby being born and going into its cocoon takes five to 10 days. And then they're in the cocoon Roughly 14 to 21 days, depending on the type of butterfly it is and where, what, what, what region they're in and the climate and all that other kind of stuff. But t another 10 to 21 days is what they're in the cocoon and then they emerge a butterfly. When they emerge a butterfly, do you know that they are only alive? Do you know how long a butterfly lives? Like, think about that. Without, like, have you really thought about it? Did you look it up? They're beautiful, they're vibrant, they flutter, like they're, they're just gorgeous and they just kind of flutter through life and it's awesome. But they only live for four weeks. Literally, a butterfly is alive for four weeks. There are a couple of the tropical butterflies, uh, Monarch and another one, I named it in the podcast. They can live up to nine months. And all of this is subject, like I said, all of these are subject to climate and when they're born. Uh, sometimes the, a butterfly will hibernate if it's born right at the beginning of the cold season. It'll hibernate until it's warm. So their expected lifespan will be longer. But 
the smaller butterflies, like the little tiny ones, the ones that we see most often, those last a week. They live a week, but everybody wants to be a butterfly. So think about that. I like acquaint being a butterfly to, I want to get to the end goal, but I don't want to do the work. I want to get to where somebody else is at. You're comparing their end or their middle to your beginning. They had to get, they had to become, they had to be a caterpillar. They had to go into the cocoon and then they became a butterfly. They didn't stay a butterfly long. They repeat the process. You're a caterpillar. That's where the, that's where your dream building, your vision building state is. And then you go into the cocoon. The cocoon is where you do your work. That's where you shut yourself off from social engagements. You're not hanging out on social media. You're not diving in and binge watching Netflix for three days on the weekend. Like you've got a goal and you have intention of hitting that goal and nothing is, nothing is going to distract you from that. That's the cocoon, man. Like that's my favorite place to be is in the cocoon. Like it's amazing in there. Like there's so much growth that could happen. Like if you think about it, most of the time, most people, they're just existing in life. They're just sitting around and every morning they get up, they do the same thing. They get up, they brush their teeth, they drink their coffee, they eat their breakfast, they go to work, they have lunch, they go back to work, they drive home, they get mad in traffic, they get home, they eat dinner, they watch Netflix, they go to bed, and it starts over. That's the average day for the majority of people. Does that sound familiar? Do your relationships all kind of resemble each other, only the names and faces have changed? Like relationship after relationship after relationship. They all look the same. Just a different name, different face. Some last a little longer than the others. But that's because you're not doing any work in the meantime to do your healing and to grow and to become somebody different in order to attract somebody different. So I hope all of this is resonating with you. Like I said, hit pause on the, on the podcast, like right now, hit pause. We're going we're gonna to hit our sponsors or like before the sponsors is over. There you go. Before the sponsors is over, hit pause if you got children in the car. Because when the sponsors is over and we go right into the podcast, there's no warning. I'm just, I'm jumping in both feet. Get ready. Sorry, not sorry. This one, like I'm, I'm telling y'all right now, I am fired up. Fired up. Like cheerleaders, football season, fired up, fired up. Get fired up, fired up. And I was never a cheerleader, so that's why that's really all key. And I have no idea how the rest of that cheer goes. <laughs> but I love you guys. Thank you so much for showing up and showing out every week. We are at over 7,000 downloads. I am so thankful and I'm so grateful to each and every one of you. You are amazing. If you love this episode, please don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode, share it on your stories on IG, share it on your stories on Facebook, tag me in it. I will share it on my stories and give you a shout out. I want to hear what your takeaways are and I want to give you some, give you some credit for listening. And you know, I just want this to get out because it's super, super important and I think everybody needs to hear it. So let's take just a minute or two, listen to my fabulous 
sponsors, and we will be right back with You Can't Become a Butterfly Unless You're Willing to Go Into the Cocoon. I just saw this Gary Vee video on Instagram, and he's talking about being a butterfly and people not wanting to be the caterpillar. Dude, I just took this to a whole nother level. So like, stop wanting or saying you want to be a fucking butterfly if you're not willing to go into the cocoon and put in the work to become the butterfly. Like you can't be a butterfly without number one first being a caterpillar. A caterpillar is just climbing along trees, trying to survive. You're in survival mode right now. You are a freaking caterpillar. Okay, so if you're a fucking caterpillar and you're just trying to survive, you just got to get to that moment where you're in the cocoon. Like when you get in the cocoon, that's that moment. Those are those moments when you cut yourself off from all the bullshit that's going on around you. You cut yourself off from all the social engagements that's not doing something to help you become a butterfly. The most brilliant, spectacular, beautiful, bright, vibrant butterfly that you've always dreamed of being. You have these dreams, you have these goals, you have all of this stuff that you say, and my fingers are doing the quotation marks, the things that you say you wanna fucking do, but you're not willing to go into the cocoon and just work, do the work. Like sometimes, like, like, like let me give you guys an example. I've been in cocoon for a really long time. Like seriously, I've been in California since January 4th of 2018. I rarely, rarely go do things out socially. Like if somebody from work, there's a going away party, birthday party, I'll show up for a couple of hours, whatever. I go eat by myself, I come home. I go to the coffee shop, I do my work, I come home. Or I go prop my shit outside on the picnic table and I do my work. I go to the beach, I meditate and I come back and I do my work. Like, I don't, people say, oh, what's there fun to do in California? I was like, I don't know, Google it. Like, well, you live there. I do. I go to the beach and I work. Well, don't you have fun? Yes, I go to the beach and I work because what I do is fun. I see my bigger vision, my butterfly moment, or better yet, like I, like, I feel like I've already become the butterfly. So if you think about it, if you look up the gestation period of the, the, the butterfly or how long a butterfly lives, butterfly only lives like six to nine, six to nine weeks, is it? Yeah, I think I, I, I'm going to double check that. But I believe it's six to nine weeks is all a butterfly lives. Seriously, like it may be four months max. I'm going to Google that right now while I'm, while I'm sitting here recording this. But like the butterfly doesn't live all that long. It's great to have your butterfly moment where you come into being your butterfly. But what are you, what are you going to do after that? Like what's, what, what, who are you after the butterfly? Like, are you, are you willing to go into the cocoon and do the fucking work? Like so many people, they just want to fly. They want to be beautiful. They want to be out there. They want to be seen. I don't care if I'm seen. I don't, like, I, I have work to do. I, it's more about the impact for me. Like my goal, my goal, my goal is to make, help you become the best you that you can be. It has nothing to do with, oh, look at her do this. Oh, look at, look at her do that. I, I'm, I'm letting my work speak for me. Like I should be on social media touting my, touting my successes. I should be on social media every freaking day, posting on Instagram three to five times, hitting my stories on Instagram and Facebook. But I'm in my work, man. I'm in my cocoon. I get out and when I get inspired, like I'm not one of these people 
and I've never been one of these people and maybe maybe it's something I can develop I don't know but like I've never been one of these people that that plan content ahead of time hell personal training I don't plan my workouts ahead of time for my clients I don't they walk in and we have a conversation hey how did you feel from the last workout how many days were you sore how was your day at work is there anything hurting today did you like what we did last time is there, you know, is there something specific that you want to work on today? Because sometimes what I have planned is not a good fit for them that day. Sometimes they had a really shitty day at work and they need an angry workout. Sometimes I made the lower part of their body or whatever body part we worked on the last time too freaking sore and we can't do that workout. Sometimes they did something at home and they pulled the muscle or strained the muscle or something super tight and we just need to do stretching or mobility work. I never set up shit ahead of time. My clients, you could ask any one of them from Atlanta or here in California. We've never, ever, ever, ever done the same workout twice. We've done some of the same exercises multiple times, but it's been in conjunction with other freaking workouts in different workouts with other exercises because those movements go together. Or maybe they have a specific thing that they're working on and I've noticed some muscle weaknesses or some muscle imbalances and we're working on that. But like, dude, I, I'm in my cocoon. I, like, I don't even post stuff that much about my personal training. I, I've got two Instagram accounts. My original Instagram, my, my original Instagram account, Bama Girl 2012. I put that together when I first became a personal trainer. I did that because I wanted to push my personal training. I didn't do online training, but if somebody was in Atlanta and they wanted to come to Snap Fitness, which is where I work, hey, come on. All my folks followed me. They did that. And then that's how I communicated with my, with my clients in Atlanta. So, but it wasn't about setting up an online training account. I, I have no desire to do online training. None whatsoever. Like I like to be in somebody's face. I want to have that one-on-one -on -one personal connection. Life coaching, I get that one-on-one -on -one personal connection. And what I'm doing with you with life coaching and with my courses is so much more interpersonal. Like I'm going to develop you so much more. I'm going to help you grow and become a better person, a bigger person. I'm going to help you achieve your goals more effectively and more efficiently through my life coaching and through my courses way more than I'm going to do monkey see, monkey do in the gym in teaching you how to lift weights. I can teach anybody how to lift weights. I can teach anybody proper form and you won't have to have me forever. But if I don't get inside your head, I don't get inside your soul, I don't get inside your thought processes, I don't figure out why you're going through the things that it is that you're going through that you keep repeating the same patterns over and over and over again, I'm, you're never going to get any further than where you are right now and you're going to go right back to your set point. And that's with anything. That doesn't matter if it's with personal training. That doesn't matter if it's in life. All of that is, is, the, is the key. Like it all goes back to your thought processes, every last bit of it. So like I, I, I got so fired up about this whole butterfly and this cocoon thing and uh, being in the cocoon and being a caterpillar and turning into a butterfly. Like I said, I, I had my butterfly moment. I've had several butterfly moments. So think about this. If you love the butterfly, you love the vibrant colors, you love how they just kind of flutter through life, all right? And every new growth period, you have to go back to being a caterpillar, going back into the cocoon, and then becoming a butterfly again. So are you willing to, to do that regeneration over and over and over again? Like seriously. So I'm typing this into the Google right now. How long does a butterfly 
live because I want this exact data and go. Like seriously, if you, if you want to be a butterfly, are you willing to do the work in the cocoon to become the butterfly? All right, so this says how long do butter, how long butterflies live depends on how many things and varies greatly. It depends on the size of the butterfly, the species of the butterfly, where it lives, and what time of year it became an adult. For example, if the butterfly is one of the smaller versions, it will probably not live as long, but if it is the larger butterfly, it will live longer. Now, of course, the size of the butterfly is not going is not going to be the only factor of how long the butterfly will live, but it does attribute to it. Uh, there is an average lifespan of a butterfly. It is usually about one month. Uh, although the smaller butterflies that you can usually spot feasting on the flowers in your front yard will usually live about one week. Morning cloaks, some of the tropical and monarch, some of the tropical butterflies and monarchs are some of the only butterflies that have an average lifespan of about nine months. Now, as many many of you know, butterflies are cold-blooded creatures, so there is another factor to take into consideration when you are dealing with butterflies, the climate. For instance, if the butterfly egg has been laid just before uh, the cold weather hits, the egg will stay in the egg from egg form until the weather warms up. And as soon as it does, the caterpillar will hatch and then everything will start again. If the butterfly is an adult butterfly and the weather starts to turn cold and they did not migrate south, the butterfly will hibernate somewhere until the weather warms. What this means is that the butterfly could technically live for as many months past the average of the lifespan. It all, has, it all just depends on the climate and yeah, what stage of life the butterfly is in when winter comes. There's also a difference between how long a butterfly would live if it was not living in the wild and how long it actually lives. Butterflies in the wild are exposed to many predators like birds and other insects, so it may not live as long as they are capable of. So there you go. Typical butterfly lives four weeks. So the fascination with being a butterfly, you're gonna live for a month. So, you know, I could, I could redo the search and the search would be how long does, um, a caterpillar so let's type this in how long does a caterpillar how long does it take a caterpillar to turn into a butterfly most butterflies and moths stay inside their crystals or cocoon between 5 to 21 days uh, process of an egg of a butterfly weather dependent okay so when an egg is laid it takes 5 to 10 days for the larva or to become a caterpillar and then to become, once it goes into the cocoon, monarch butterflies take, egg takes five to 10 days to the caterpillar. Yeah, so you're looking at 21 days. So from the time the egg is laid to the time that the, that the caterpillar goes into the cocoon, you're looking at five to 10 days. Then it's 21 days to become a butterfly. When you become the butterfly, you're looking at living roughly a month. If you're, if you're saying a monarch, it can live up to nine months, depending on what time of the year that it becomes a butterfly, so on and so forth. Climate has a lot to do with it. So what, what are your, what's your climate control right now? Like if you just, if you were in the cocoon for 14 days and you lived for nine months and then you died and then you went through the same process, you were 
laid in an egg, you lived for 10 to 14 days, then you were in a cocoon for 21 days. So you're looking at six weeks to become a butterfly. Six weeks to become a butterfly and you live for a month and you're gonna repeat that process. So look at that as a growth process. If you're willing to go into your cocoon for two weeks and then you got a month of seeing your results. Now, are you okay with being in just those results or do you want more results? Like think of the cocoon and the butterfly as being each stage of your business or each of these steps that you've got to go to reach the ultimate goal. What does that look like? Like it's, it's great to have that butterfly moment, but you've got to build on those butterfly moments. I love the butterfly moments. Don't get me wrong. I love the cocoon process. I love being in the cocoon and developing and growing. I'm, I'm so into personal growth and becoming the best version of myself. And I love being in meditation. I consider that being part of the cocoon because that helps me create create that helps me connect to my higher self which in essence helps me create when I create that means that I get to help people I am a messenger when I am in meditation I get messages that I am supposed to develop as content to give to people whether that is a course whether that is a podcast whatever that looks like it can be different things it can be a, a post on Instagram it can be a post on Facebook it can be a blog it could be whatever but I'm so open to whatever those downloads are when they come that I can completely and totally take that in, write it out, go back, read it, change it, edit it, and it be phenomenal and put it out. And I know that it's gonna touch somebody. I know that it touches people because I get the inboxes. I get the inboxes from people on my podcast. I get the inboxes from people on my Instagram. I get the inboxes from people on my Facebook. Like I know my posts reach people. I know what I say resonates with people. The things that I've gone through, they're not fucking special. Everybody goes through shit. And when they go through their shit, it's traumatic to them. Trauma is trauma is trauma is trauma. It's all different levels. I don't share my story so that you can, so that you can say, I've not been through anything as bad as you, but that but lets me know that your trauma felt as bad to you as my trauma felt to me. Your trauma is, is your trauma. My trauma is my trauma. Those, those bitter things, those hard things, those painful things, all of those things are hard to each of us in those moments. The trick is how fast are you going to come out of it? How fast are you going to turn right, turn left and get to that next moment? How fast are you going to say, you know what? This shit happened. It sucked, but I'm better for it. Where's the lesson? Because once you learn the lesson, you can get to the blessing or you're going to repeat the same thing over and over and over again. You're going to be stuck on the merry-go-round with no way to get off. It's spinning too fast. You've got too much momentum and you need somebody to come shine the light on the path or throw a stick in the merry-go-round and throw your ass off in the bushes so you can dust your shoulders off and start on a new path. Like it's the truth. Like I was in, I was so deep in my dark places that I could see no light. I was so dark. It might, it, I was so deep into my dark places that the only time that I got peace from the negative ass bullshit that was in my head was when I was, as, when I was asleep. And that was going to be my solution. Was that right? the right solution? Absolutely not. They were my thoughts. I needed somebody to shake me like a fucking glow stick and make my light come on. That particular person happened to be Jason. He had no idea how bad my day was going to be, but he was open to the, he, he listened to his intuition. He listened to that gut instinct and said, hey, you need to reach out to Tammy. I didn't talk to him in three or four months. 
He had no reason to talk to me. No reason. We weren't dating anymore. We weren't talking. He was mad at me. He shouldn't have been talking to me at all. But something told him to call me and he don't call. He's a texter. It's all in my book. Go get it. Dear victim, it's time for us to break up now. It's on sale at Amazon for $13.99. You can get it on Kindle for $3.99. Go get yours now. My whole story's in there. I don't share my story to make you feel better about yours. I share my story with you to show you that you have a way out. It's a decision to say, I don't want to be right here anymore. What does that look like? How do I get from here to there? I give you tactical steps. I give you tactical exercises that you can do to help lighten your mood, to help you shift your energy, to help you shift your thinking, things to do, things to say, things to practice. I've got a new online course coming. It's called Soul Transformation. I'm taking you all the way through the steps. I'm taking you, I, I'm leading you down the path. I'm taking you all the way down the roadmap. Like I'm taking you from point A all the way to Z to get you from where you are through where you want to go. Through the mental roadblocks, through the emotional roadblocks, teaching you how to set your goals, teaching you how to create a vision, helping you figure out what kind of legacy it is that you want to leave for your family, teaching you how to use forgiveness to help yourself heal, showing you that forgiveness is not about the other person, it's about you, teaching you how to meditate so you can quiet your mind to hear your higher power, inner being, God, source, whatever it is that you choose to call it. There's a method to all of that. There is a purpose to all of that. I'm going to teach you what setting intentions means. I'm going to teach you what having an intention and desire and putting them together mean. I'm going to show you how karma works. Karma is actually the law of attraction. I'm going to give you the very basics of, of why you keep recreating the things that you're recreating because you can't get out of your own way. You can't get, you got so much momentum going in the negative direction. We've got to start, get you thinking about what you think about. That's what my course is about. If that's something that you're interested in, if you're sitting there shaking your head, yes, I need that. Yes, I need that. Yes, that's me. Then you need to hit the link in my bio. You need to go to TamiLoftus.com forward slash online dash course. That's TamiLoftus.com forward slash online dash course. Or just go to TamiLoftus.com and hit the button that says online course. It's all right there. I give you all the details. You can see the 12 modules. There's a brief description of what each of those are. And then there's a way to sign up. Secure payment through PayPal. Super simple. You can do this. It's amazing. And I know how much it's going to change your life. Do you want to continue being a caterpillar? Do you want to be the butterfly? Are you willing to get inside the cocoon with me and let me help you walk down that path and build your butterfly wings? Better yet, what if I taught you how to soar like an eagle? What if I taught you how to stand on the edge of that nest and jump and know that your wings are going to carry you and you can soar above the clouds and create the life it is that you wanted to? It's possible. And how do I know that? Because I did it. I just wanted to give you guys some hope today. I wanted, Dr. Do <laughs> Dr. Joe Dispenza said, hope is a beggar. 
But when you're in your dark places, when you're in that depressive state, when you're in those negative thoughts, hope is a little bit of light. That's the way I see it. But you've got to move from hope to at least a little bit of belief. You know what? I hope I can do this. I'm willing to take a step. I'm willing to do this hard thing that's scary and I'm willing to take that step. And when I take that step, it won't feel scary anymore because I will have shown myself that I did it, that I could do it. And it wasn't as scary as what I thought. The scary part was made up in my mind because I've lived in the dark places for so long. Fear is the only thing that was running my life. You've got to get out of the fear and step into the excitement. What if what you're calling fear is really excitement? Fear and excitement are kissing cousins, man. I say that in every single one of my freaking podcasts. Fear and excitement are kissing cousins. And the only way to get from fear to excitement is to lean into the excitement and let the fear drive you. You know what? I want this more than anything and I'm so freaking excited. I, I don't know how this can happen. I don't know how it will all work out. I don't even know if I can make it all the way as far as I want to go. But I'm going to get as far as I can go and then I'll, I, I can see further from there. That's how I got to where I am right now. I just knew that I had to get to California, from Atlanta to California. That was my vision. San Diego, get there and I'll show you further. You got to get to as far as you can see and then when you get there, you'll see farther. Right, when you're driving in your car, you can only see so far. But when you get to as far as you can see, you can see farther. You can't see all the way around the world from where you're, from where you're standing. You've got to get to as far as you can see, whatever that looks like. That's what the vision casting part of my course is about, is teaching you how to dream and then cast a vision and say, okay, this is the first step. When I get here, I'll be able to see further. The, the dream is X, Y, and Z. The vision is going to take me past X, Y, and Z, but the goals are going to lead up to X. And when I get to X, Y becomes more clear. Once Y becomes more clear, there's more goals and more steps that you have to take. And once you reach Y, then Z is going to become really clear. And then once Z becomes really clear, your vision gets even more clear. Your vision or your dream becomes even bigger. And then you've, it's the same thing. Now you're at Z. Now you got to go back to A. A is a different step than what Z was. But when you get to A, you'll be able to see further and you can see B. But there's going to be steps that you got to take to get from A to B. Once you get to B, you can see clearer. And once you get to B, then there's more steps that you have to take in order to get to C. It's, it's when you get on this path, it's going to be, uh, it's always generating. It's always thriving. It's always growing. When you stop growing is when the dark places surround you. It's when your anxiety takes over. Depression is worried about things, it's worrying about things in the past that you can do, you can do nothing to change. All you can change is your perspective on how you look at them and that, and it, your, your whole life will change without ever changing the facts. Anxiety is where you've brought your past forward and you're worried about the past recreating itself and it won't if you learn to change how it is that you think. You are where you are because of how you think. I say that in every freaking podcast. You are where you are because of how you think. Take inventory of what you're thinking. If you can start catching your thoughts ahead of time, you start catching your thoughts before they get the momentum 
then you can change them and you can change your outcome. There's nothing that's set in stone. We are, it, we are in this moment right now. All that you can control is what's going on right now. Your subconscious does not know the difference between a truth and a lie. So if you're looking, if you got your head on swivel and you're looking behind you and you're worried about the past recreating yourself, you now caused anxiety. Your subconscious is like, oh, she's worried about this. Let me help her recreate that. So if your subconscious is that powerful and it doesn't know the difference between a vision and reality, don't you want to create a, a, create a vision that you want instead of a vision that you fear? How powerful is that? Yes, it is possible. You know how I know it's possible? Because I'm an athlete. Athletes visualize winning regularly. We visualize every step of the race, every step of the race, including crossing the finish line, looking at the clock, seeing what time we're, fit, we're crossing. We may not necessarily see the other people in the race, but we see ourselves crossing the finish line, crossing the finish line first, seeing the best time that we've ever done and standing on the podium. When you're running track, that's what you do. Whatever, like the Olympians, the best world-renowned Olympians and, and athletes that you see, the best football players, they play the whole game out in their head before they ever step out on the field. They play out every catch. They play out every play. They play out every run. They play out every tackle. They play out every touchdown. That's what they do. They have visualized it so much that it is automatic. What if you visualized your future so much that when you got there, it felt like home. That every time you closed your eyes, that vision was so clear that it popped up in your brain. Your subconscious is like, oh, that's reality. That's real. And then you notice the synchronicities of life and people coming into your life saying, hey, I want to be a part of your dream. I want to be a part of your vision. I'm doing this. Why don't you join me? Let me join you. Let me help you. I've got this. I've got these skills. I heard you say that you were struggling or that you needed help with this and you were trying to figure it out. Let me circumvent the system for you. Let's do this together. I can take care of A, B, and C and you work on D, E, and F. That's how that works. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> and like literally, I mean all the time. In my last podcast, I said that I struggle posting on social media at the rate that I should be posting on social media in order to grow my social media following to do what it is that I want to do to create the vision it is that I have written out. Somebody reached out to me and said, hey, I'm a virtual assistant, I wanna help you. That wouldn't happen if I hadn't said, hey, this is the part that I struggle with, but I'm okay with that. We made it, like, she was like, hey, let me help you. That's a win. I had somebody else. They reached out like, hey, I wanna be a part of your team. I want to be a part of your vision. I see what you're doing. I believe in you. I believe in your dream. I believe in your vision. And they don't know my big vision. They don't know my big dream. But they see what I'm doing and they see the little steps and they see how impactful that it's being in the place that I'm at right now. And they know that when it all comes to fruition, the impact is going to be immeasurable. There is a purpose in everything it is that I do. A purpose in everything it is that I do. There should be a purpose in everything it is that you do. Scrolling on social media for hours, there's not a purpose. When I'm scrolling on social media, and I'm not gonna say that I don't because I do. When I scroll on social media, especially on Instagram, I'm looking for things that resonate with me that I can turn into a podcast. I'm looking for things that resonate with me or give me inspiration or motivation to write a blog post 
or to write a Facebook post or to reshare something that they have and put my own twist on it. I do that all the time. Like words never die, thoughts never die, energy never dies. Everything that I've said, I'm sure somebody else has already said. I didn't know who the hell Joe Dispenza was. Dr. Joe, I didn't know who he was till a couple of weeks ago. Not a clue. I didn't realize that he's been saying since 1985, 86, when he broke his back doing a triathlon and started studying how people heal themselves and learn the mind-body connection and how it all works, where he scientifically proved that your thoughts create your reality. Your personality creates your personal reality. Your personal, personal reality then creates, recreates your personality. If you want your personal reality to change, then your personality has to change. How do you change your personality? Your personality is built up by your beliefs. What are your beliefs? Your beliefs are just thoughts you keep thinking. So in order to change your personality, the first thing that you got to start with is your thought processes. How do you think? Can you, are you thinking negative all the time? Are you creating negative things in your life? Well, if you're creating this negative merry-go-round that is never ending and you can't seem to get off of it, then you need to start thinking about what you think about. If you think about what you think about and you start catching those thoughts ahead of time and then you swap from the negative to the positive and it's going to be a process. It's not going to be anything overnight. Let me tell you that right now. I started doing that intently on purpose in 2012 when I became a personal trainer. And you can see the shift when you look at my Facebook post. And I would, I would do really good for maybe a day. And then I have two or three days and it'd be back on the negative side. And then I do really good for a day maybe start off fine the next day. And then I would let my outside environment, I would let my, my emotions run me. My emotions are driven by my thoughts. I would let what other people did, what other people said or not, or what other people did or not, whether they did what I wanted them to do or not, control my emotions. And by letting them control my emotions, they controlled me, which left me a victim. I had to change my victim mindset. And the only way to change my victim mindset was to change how I looked at life, was to change how I thought and to change my belief structure. The only way to change my belief structure is to change how I thought. I had to think about what I think about. I had to change my perspective on how I looked at my past. I could no longer keep recreating my past and bringing my past forward and say, oh, well, this bullshit happened to me. So this is why I am the way that I am. And this is why things are happening to me. Ain't shit happening to me. I created the shit that's happening in my life. Good, bad, and indifferent. Could I control the sexual abuse that I went through? Absolutely not. I was a child. But what I can control is what I did after that. When my stepdad raped me at 13, I made the decision then this is the last fucking time that anybody's going to do anything to me without my permission. I don't care what I have to do. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight back. I'm going to be so strong. And I think that's what led me to always working out and being, being like, I want to lift heavy shit. I want to be physically strong. I want to be able to stand on my own too. I want to be able to stand here and say, I dare you because that's not gonna get you very far because I know who I am. I know what I stand on. My foundation is so strong. You can't rattle me. You can't rattle my thought processes. You can't rattle my emotions. You may have me looking at you crazy, like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> like, I do that regularly. Like, I'll be looking around me like, was you talking to me? Because I, I don't think you know who you was talking to. Because that, that sure didn't resonate with me. I'm going to flip the mirror around and let you look at yourself. Because that's got something to do with you. Got nothing to do with me. 
and I don't, I, I don't let those things bother me. But it took time. And I think that's where a lot of us get hung up. It's like, oh, well, I'm trying to think positive. It's not just about thinking positive. It's about feeling positive. It's about feeling love for yourself. You can't love anybody else until you learn how to love yourself unconditionally. And when I say unconditionally, I mean look in the mirror and look at every wrinkle, look at every fat roll, look at every dimple, look at every bit of cellulite and say, damn, you know what? I got us here, but girl, I love you and we're going to get us to wherever it is that we want to go. I'm going I'm to start today and if all I can do is walk around the block one time, that's a win. If I got stairs in my house, you know what? I'm going to walk up and down my stairs over and over and over again. You know what? I can do squats right here at home. I can sit down on my chair and I can stand up and I can squeeze my booty cheeks together. That's the, those are all the biggest solid muscles in my body and I can engage them and I can make them work. If that's all I can do, then that's all I can do. And one day I'll be able to do some squats and walk up and down my stairs. If all you can do is walk around your house, walk around your house. There is no excuse not to love you. Somebody planted a seed that you're not beautiful, but that was their vision, not yours. You define you're beautiful. Somebody told you that made you believe, I won't say that they told you, and it could be that they told you, but somebody made you believe, or you took on the belief that you weren't good enough because they broke up with you. Did you ever think that they broke up with you because one or both of you grew and maybe you grew in different directions? Maybe you were at a different place when you guys started dating and he grew and he outgrew you or you grew and outgrew him. But neither of you were able at a mental or emotional level to sit down and have a conversation. It's like, hey, this something happened and I don't know what it is, but I know that I love you and I know that I love me and I want to know like, do you still love me? Like, do, do you want to work this out? Like, I want to have a conversation. Like, what happened? What changed? You know, do, it, it, is it just that we were just supposed to be to help us get through this part right here and now we're meant to go somewhere else? Maybe you already know that and it doesn't need a conversation other than like, hey, this isn't working out for me. I love you and I wish you well, but I got to go. I grew and you want to stay the same and that's not okay for me because I'm still going to continue to grow. And if I'm going to grow, you're going to have to grow with me. And you're still doing the same thing we were doing five years ago. And I can't. And it hurts me to watch you stay stuck. And if you want to stay stuck, I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to love you where you're at, but I'm going to love you from way over here. I'm strong enough to have those conversations with people. And I know that you can be strong enough to have those conversations with people. Like, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. You do not need to put your value or your worthiness or whether or not you're good enough in somebody else's pocket. You got to be the best you for you. Single is not a status. It's a word. Being single, and I am very single. I'm raising my hand right now. I, I'm, I'm with a single crew. I am strong enough to stand on my own too, and I don't need anybody to complete me. I am complete on my own. I have a very clear vision of what it is that I want for a relationship and what direction it is that I want to go. My man, whoever he happens to be when that time comes, he's got to be somebody that's in the personal development. He has to be somebody that wants to grow. He has to be somebody that wants to create a partnership with me. He wants to lock arms and make this world a better place. Does he have to be a life coach? Absolutely not. Does he have to be a public speaker? Absolutely not. Would it help? 
Maybe, maybe not. But he has to be able to support me and all my growth and see my vision and say, babe, let's go. Like, I want to help you. I'll be in the background, but whatever support it is you need from me, I got you. And I want to be able to do that for him too. Babe, like that is an awesome dream. That is an awesome vision. Like, I'm going to be back here in the background. You let me know what you need and I got you. Like those things are important and you have to know what that looks like. If you don't know what that looks like, your, your relationships, they're all going to, they're all going to look the same. Only the names and the faces are going to change. And if that's where you're at, that, that should be your red flag. Hey, this, all these things that's happened in this relationship was the same shit that happened in the one before that and the one before that and the one before that. If you're jumping from dude to dude to dude to dude or girl to girl to girl to girl and you're not giving yourself time to heal in between, you're not going to do anything but keep recreating the same relationship and keep getting hurt over and over and over again. And you're going to add more baggage to the baggage that you already got. I talked about this in Relationships 101, You Are Not the Janitor. You're taking on the garbage that other people are dumping on you and claiming it is your truth. They made you feel not worthy. They made you feel not good enough. They made you feel unlovable. You chose to take on that garbage. It's time to take the trash out. You've got to figure this out. And I know I've been all over the gamut on this whole podcast, but it is so important to me that you guys know this, that you feel this and that you get it. Like, I want to help you step into that cocoon and be okay with it. I want to help you to grow inside that cocoon. I want to help you build your wings so that when you emerge from the cocoon in this first goal, so look at the butterfly steps, look at the butterfly steps as your goals. Every time you set a new goal, you've got to go back into the cocoon and you're going to become a different butterfly. Your colors are going to be different. Your wings are going to be different. Your size is going to be different. Sometimes it's a little bitty, it's a little bitty go. And so you're going to be a little bitty butterfly and you're only going to live for a week or two. And then you got to go back in the cocoon. And then one day you're going to become the monarch butterfly and you're going to have nine months of living, living in that dream and celebrating and readjusting to life. And then you're going to have to step back into the cocoon. And then when you step back into the cocoon this time, you're going to come out of an egg and you're going to be an eagle and you're going to soar. Think about that. There's so many different analogies that I could use from animals, from birds, birds of prey, the things that they do, the places that they go and how they create all of these things to help you grow from one place to the other. Are you ready? Are you really ready? Because if you're really ready, I want to help you take that step. You already do that step every week because you're on my podcast every week. And I know that because I see my numbers growing exponentially every week. And I want you to know how much I really and truly appreciate you and love you from the bottom of my heart because you show up every week. I show up every week because I know you're showing up every week and I want you to be the best you that you can be. And if the only way that I can do that is by giving you tangible things on this podcast, and that's what I'm going to do each and every week, each and every week, you can do this. I know you can do this. You know how I know you can do this? Because I did it. If you've heard my story, whether you listen to it on this podcast or you read my book, and I'm telling you, and I, I, and I explained this to a couple of other people when they're reading it, it's like, like, you know, you shared little bits of your story with me and I'm reading your book and it's like, oh my God, like, how did she do it? I didn't put everything in my story. 
if I'd have wrote out everything in my story, it become it would have been a novel, <laughs> number one, not a book. And number two, there's other things that happen in my story. You'd be, holy shit, it, it then becomes unbelievable. It really becomes unbelievable. As it is, it's borderline unbelievable, but I'm standing here and my kids live through it. And I've got friends that watch me walk through it and they see where I am now. And I'm telling you, you can do it too. I believe in you and I want to help guide you, lead you and teach you. And give you all the steps it is that you need to be the best you that you can be. So I love you guys to the moon and back. And I hope beyond all hope that this resonated with you in a way that it set your soul on fire. I hope beyond all hope that my soul transformation course is a good fit for you. And you're ready to take that next step. And you want to take that course. Go to my, go to my page, TamiLoftus.com, hit online course, read all the details. With that being said, I love you guys to the moon and back. Please, please, please hit the share button. Share this episode with all your social media and all your friends because everybody needs to know this. I don't care what platform you're listening on. Leave me a comment. You know what? Do one better. Take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram and tag me. Tag me in it and let me share it on my stories. Post it on your stories, share it, tag me, and I will share it on my stories too. I want people to see how amazing. I want to hear what you think. And social media is the only way that I can interact with you. So whether that is Instagram, whether that's Facebook, LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn a little bit, and I'm, and I'm on Twitter. So all of those, reach out, take a screenshot, tag me in it. Let me share it on my stories. Let's talk about the episode, whether it's this episode or any episode, or if you just love the whole podcast, take a screenshot, share it on your stories, tag me in it, and let's have a conversation. I love you guys to the moon and back from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for following me, for sharing all of this, for Letting me know that you love these things, man. Letting me know that these processes and these steps that I'm giving you are helping you. Uh, if you've got a topic that you want me to talk about, if you've got a topic that I've already talked about and you want me to dive deeper in it, hey, share it. Let me know. Inbox me. DM. I'm open to talk to all of, to all of you or any of you about all of that. I'm going to jump off of here. I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing week and I will see you soon. Bye-bye now.